Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management at 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday the 15th of September. US consumer price inflation grew less than expected, which was sort of expected. The headline numbers are all very well, but in fact it's the details that are most interesting. The inflation rate of a second-hand 2011 Toyota Corolla does appear to be slowing really quite rapidly, and this is likely to continue. Airfares are showing signs of noticeable price competition. Why is this all important? Economists have argued that there was not a general increase in prices, but a specific series of product markets experiencing unusual price changes. US prices rising over 100% year over year, as happened with car rentals, is not normal in any economic scenario. Specific markets had a surge in demand, overwhelming supply. And in some cases, there was then an attempt to use the pricing mechanism to ration that supply amongst the demand. What is happening is that the surge in demand is fading, as was inevitable, and the pricing power companies thought that they had seems to have been built on weaker foundations than chief executives had expected. The disinflation forces will continue as we go into 2022. The impact of that 2011 Corolla on inflation rates is by no means over. This is not to say that the US consumer is giving up. Far from it. Where prices have moved, it's been because demand has surged on the spending of accumulated savings and on the unusual bias to buying goods rather than buying services. It cannot be stressed enough how completely unusual the level of goods demand has been in the US and elsewhere. As people move back to having fun, that spending continues overall, but it doesn't continue to be biased towards goods spending. There is only so much enjoyment one can derive from a washing machine. JP Morgan Chase, which is apparently a bank in the United States, has reported that credit card spending continues to be strong at 18 to 19 percent above the 2019 level. Of course, some allowance must be made for the increase in online spending, which naturally increases the use of digital money like credit cards rather than cash. However, the overall narrative of a consumer-led economic bounce back with a transition from goods to services spending seems to be very firmly in place. China's economic story has not been about domestic demand. The US consumer spending is financed by savings acquired during the pandemic. In China, that didn't really happen outside of the middle class. And indeed, there is a suggestion that savings have had to be rebuilt once restrictions have eased. China's August retail sales were weaker than expected, while still positive, of course. Industrial production was also weaker, although this seems concentrated into areas that are more domestic than of an international focus. UK inflation numbers ticked up in August on the year-on-year measure, but this is our old friend base effects. In August last year, the UK government launched the Eat Out to Help Out, to help out the coronavirus scheme, which offered a 50% discount and cut taxes on restaurant and cafe prices and contributed to the subsequent spike in coronavirus cases. 
Inflation would still have risen in year-on-year terms, but by significantly less if the scheme had not taken place. French final consumer price inflation is not likely to attract market interest, as it almost never changes from the flash estimates, but import prices from the United States later today may be worth a glance. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.